With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the Tuesday, June 21st edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. I'm Greg Pickle, joined as I am every Tuesday by BWI Recruiting Insider Ryan Snyder. Ryan, we're inching closer to July, and that means the June quiet period where prospects can come to campus is about to be over, uh, and that usually means a bunch of commitments are coming. We're going to get into a bunch of the news of the weekend in terms of which players were in town, how their experiences went, and at least two of them have so far set decision dates a little bit later in the show. But we're going to start first with Tamarian Parker. He's a uh, player they call TJ in the Lash building, and he's a big-time defensive lineman, uh, one of on three's highest-rated defensive linemen in the class of 2023, Ryan. And you've logged an RPM prediction, an on-three recruiting prediction machine pick for Penn State to land him coming out of the week weekend what changed here let's start there why is Penn State catapulted to the top of a recruitment that it was in for quite some time as we knew by the official visit being scheduled but certainly never felt like they were the leader until now Uh, yeah I mean it's probably oversimplifying it but he visited and he's never visited before and that's and that's a massive part of it right I mean there's been a relationship here for a long time in the fall I was told you know hey we're, we're we're we have a growing relationship with him. It's it's going well. The family connected with us well and all that. Uh, but it was really more so in recent months, I'd say February, March, April, where I heard a lot more about uh, TJ and just that growing relationship and, and that Penn State had a foot in the door here more than most recognize. So, of course, it, when you've never been able to visit and you already have a, a growing relationship that's probably gone underreported, that, that's when you get these results. And, and you know, TJ hasn't committed as of this podcast, but I do think that that commitment is coming and it's coming soon. Uh, Penn State really just kind of won out with, with uh, you know, their, their family vibe and, and all that kind of stuff that, that we talk about so often, man. And that's, that's what I've heard from a lot of different people. I haven't personally spoken with TJ yet. I'm hoping to do that here really as soon as, uh, as, soon as possible. But Penn State thinks they, that they've got a quality player here. Uh, he, he's ranked in the top 100 in both the on three consensus and on three. Our scouts at on three have him at number 71 nationally, and the consensus has him at number 99. Uh, but whenever you're a top 100 guy in the on three consensus, you are uh, a heck of a prospect. All four sites, rivals, ESPN, 24-7, and, of course, on three, all have him as a four-star player, and he's a top 200 guy on every single site. So I think that says a lot about the, the quality player here that – that Penn State is, uh, I believe, is, is is going to be getting here. But uh, it's not finalized yet. We, I, th- I think we will know very soon, though, as in possibly today, uh, at, at latest, I think Wednesday. But I, I think a commitment's coming, and I think it's coming today. 
So Parker is, uh, as of, we're recording this at about 9.15 Tuesday morning. We're aiming to have it up for you all. Uh, wherever you get your podcast at bluewhiteillustrated.com and on youtube.com slash bluewhiteillustrated around noon. So keep those time marks in mind. And remember, you can find the latest Penn State news by joining us at bluewhiteillustrated.com later today. Ryan, obviously uh, Penn State has been known for quite some time to jump to the top or near the top of recruitments. Once it gets guys on campus, you mentioned that being a big factor with the Parker here. I know you haven't had a chance to really get in depth with him and get to know him a little bit uh, beyond just surface level. But I mean, just your thoughts on how important it is for Penn State to be able to go into Alabama and likely as we sit here and, and, you know, land a kid that was uh, visiting Alabama not too long ago. And I had a Michigan State visit, I believe, set up for this coming weekend and obviously was looking at another number of Southern schools and had a lot of options. And Penn State, um, you know, just just one visit is able to really shoot itself to the top. What does it tell you about both the recruiting effort of John Scott Jr. and Manny Diaz and James Franklin and also just where Penn State is as a whole right now? Yeah, so a couple things there. One, I'd say as of a couple weeks ago, the, the talk was Florida and Tennessee with TJ. Uh, and, and supposedly the quote was Florida and Tennessee were at the top and Michigan State was third. So, of course, you would think, you know, Penn State's fourth there on that. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if if TJ was underestimating, you know, how much he would like Penn State or if he was just kind of keeping the, the Penn State ties low. But whenever I would speak with, with, with people I, I trust, they made it very clear that they thought they were firmly in this race. And uh, as I, as I think we'll see here in the near future, I, I, I expect him to be a nitty lion, but to circle back to the Alabama point, look, I mean, they, they just got Harrison Wallace there. What, two years ago, uh, is it? Or is it last year? So last two years ago. Uh, yeah. A- anyway, recently. So, I mean, they have, they have done a good job uh, in Alabama, of course, Christian Campbell as well. And I'm, I'm sure I'm, yep. I'm not thinking of somebody else, but uh, they, they've been consistent there. It's a, it's a very deep state, you know, Alabama, of course, Alabama and Auburn, they recruit nationally, especially Bama, of course. And, uh, but, but Alabama is often, you know, we talk about Georgia and Texas and Louisiana and Florida a lot, but Alabama has a heck of a lot of talent as well. Now, uh, most of the talent Penn State has gotten from there hasn't been quite on the level that, that TJ is. I mean, we have them at number eight in the state of Alabama and the on three consensus has them at number 11. Usually Penn state gets guys a little bit further down those lists. So uh, this would be arguably their biggest get, although, um, Harrison Wallace, you know, why may have been as rated as highly as Parker. Uh, a lot of there's a lot of talk that that he's going to be the real deal for Penn State. But let's uh, let's see. I don't want to get too too excited yet, or get fans too excited yet. You know, it's not it's not finalized, but all signs are pointing to Penn State here. I've had colleagues join me in, in, in different predictions, and uh, everybody seems to be uh, on the same boat now that uh, T.J. Parker should end up a Nittany Lion. But uh, one other thing I would say here too is that I was told that Alan Zemitis had a massive hand in this recruitment, and so did Terry Smith. So I, I don't want to underestimate John Scott. He's the lead recruiter, and, and he deserves a ton of credit there. But I want to make sure people also know the work that Alan Zemitis is putting in, especially with these defensive guys. Uh, there's been a lot yeah. of talk about, just, just from different players I speak with and different people I trust, about how much of an impact uh, AZ is having on on this recruiting class and, and some of the younger guys coming up. So I want to make sure AZ gets his due because everybody's raving about his efforts right now.
it's come up in numerous conversations that you and I have had with both recruits and high school coaches and parents. I mean, clearly the former Penn State letter winner has been a major addition to this Penn State recruiting staff. And it goes to show you that when you add lettermen and guys who have been in this program previously as players, it can go a long way when they're able to sell their experience. We see that with Samitis. We see that with Deion Barnes. We, of course, see that with Terry Smith. Ty Howe as well. So uh, that's all good stuff for Penn State and obviously uh, has helped in its recruitment and also many other ones as well. Ryan, just one other quick note. Torrance Brown, another Alabama player that Penn State has landed mm-hmm. uh, from that state in the past. He's he's actually a uh, graduate assistant at Marshall now. So for those wondering mm-hmm. where he got to these days, he's working under Charles Huff. So this is the BWI Daily Recruiting well, Show. Go ahead, finish your thought. Quick yep. rec, as also, we just we skipped over Dan Connor, too. You know, he's a he's a, he's a defensive yep. analyst. And Dan not, Connor, uh, yes, uh, correct. Yep. On the recruiting staff. But he's, uh, you know, I've had that talk with, uh, who was it, Anthony Specco a while back about, you know, the impact yep. Dan Connor's had on his recruitment so far. So just another guy. I mean, it speaks to just, you know, when you are recruiting for the school you attended, there is a different passion level and, and you have different experiences that you can draw off of. And I think Franklin has seen that now with some of the, the you know former alum that he's hired. And that seems yep. to be uh, uh, certainly a, an area that he likes to target with his staff. Yeah, no doubt about it. You can see why, obviously, that Penn State's done very well being able to sell past success uh, and project that for players in the future. So we'll see if they can close the deal here with Parker. But this is the BWI Daily Recruiting Show edition. He's Ryan Snyder bringing you all the latest recruiting news. I'm Greg Pickle. And let's dive into the full weekend recap now, Ryan. Uh, Parker was obviously one of, what, about 17 players that took official visits to Penn State this weekend. You have a really neat story up checking in with some of the commitments who took their official visit this past weekend over at bluewhiteillustrated.com. You gave each of those guys four questions to answer. So really encourage everyone to take advantage, if you're not already doing so, of our $1 for one year of access to On3 Plus and Insider BWI content uh, promotion. You can do that at bluewhiteillustrated.com on the homepage. But, Ryan, let's open the bidding for this official visit recap with the two four-star linebackers who were on hand. Whether you want to start with Tony Rojas or Tamir Robinson, both have released their list of finals list heading into uh, the end of the month of June here. Both have also set a decision date, so I'm not sure which guy you want to start with, but probably Robinson since you had the chance to talk to him, but I'll let you take it away from there. Uh, well, one thing I'd say, too, is uh, Jalen Thompson wasn't able to make it. So the, the final list was was uh, 16 guys. Uh, Jalen Thompson, I believe, missed a connecting flight. So they were down one of the uncommitted guys. Tough flying these days, it. man. Tough flying these days. <laughs> yeah, so we'll um, – I'll be checking in on that here in the coming days to see if he's able to make it. But there were uh, seven uncommitted guys, I believe, was the number, and nine committed guys was 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 uh, you know the totals. Uh, but anyway, yeah, of course, Tamir and Tony, we've talked about them. I think on every single podcast since we have started this podcast, and we will probably. Yeah, I don't talk think about T. Them Frank's going to play the highlight reel of Rojas this time because I think we've seen yeah. it enough for uh, for a lifetime. <laughs> I have it burned into my memory. I can probably narrate it without seeing it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but Tony, of course, is set for a July 5th commitment, and there's just a ton of talk right now. Will he visit Georgia? Will he stay? He, uh, will he not visit Georgia? It's it's up for debate, and, I, and I'm not going to pretend I have an awesome answer there. I haven't spoken with Tony in depth about it, so I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure as of this morning. Uh, I've definitely have had people tell me that they do not expect him to go to Georgia. I've definitely talked to people at Georgia who seem to think that that visit is not going to take place. But Tony's saying he is, and uh, hey, who who am I to to doubt that? Uh, 
So we'll, we'll see. I don't know really what else to say about that. But I will say that I firmly believe he is going to end up in Italy line. He is set to announce on July 5th, and everybody seems to be pretty much in agreement that Penn State is the team here. Uh, family, man. Family seems to really be in Penn State's corner. Uh, you know, his grandparents were up this weekend, uh, both sisters, mother. There was a, a deep house uh, or a deep group. Uh, of, of the Rojas house uh, in state college this weekend and, and a lot of positive reviews about it. So I, I think that that's trending very strong for Penn state. And I think we will know about his commitment in about two weeks time. Uh, Clemson and Georgia are still technically in the mix, but, and technically I think, I think he has Miami still in the mix too, but this is, this is definitely Georgia. Uh, Clemson is full at their position. They got two linebacker commitments. So I, I, I expected Georgia to be uh, the only real competition here and, We'll see if he ends up this uh, ends up in Athens this weekend or not. Uh, as far as Tamir, Tamir has a commitment date for July fifteenth. You know, Miami is definitely in the mix there. They have had his attention for a long time, and so is Brent Pry. I don't want to, I don't want to underestimate it. I, I do believe Miami's a little bit more of the the contender there, but I, he's another guy, man. I, I think all signs are pointing to Penn State right now coming out of this weekend, and that was something I wrote in my uh, weekend preview, which is. There are you can look at a lot of cases this year where having that first visit uh, was maybe a little more important than having that last. But I think this is truly one of those situations where having that last visit was was massive. And of course, having all the committed guys there too. you, you mentioned the committed uh, uh, committed players that I did an article with. You know, I asked every one of them who's who's someone you really enjoyed kicking it with and Tamir and Tony were mentioned by I think over half of them uh maybe almost all of them I think all but like one or two said that uh, those were the guys that they they had uh, the most fun hanging out with so Penn State did a great job with those two this weekend I think all signs are pointing to the Nittany Lions and we will know July 5th for Tony Rojas and July 15th for Tamir Robinson when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So as we said at the start of the show, we're getting into that time of year now, Ryan, where you're going to see a few guys maybe commit before the end of this month, but a majority of them are going to wait until next month. And I think as we saw last year, the first week, full week of July will be busy. That 4th of July weekend tends to be a time when prospects gravitate towards. So we'll see who else gets added to the July announcement rundown list. But at this point, just those two on the list for now. So we shall see. Um, let's move on to some other guys here. I guess we'll go next to Jakeem Jackson because that's a player you were able to chat with. He is a uh, 
three-star, I believe, on three consensus corner. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but I believe that's right. From Kissimmee, Florida, uh, top uh, you know top 60 corner in this class. Uh, somebody that Penn State's had an eye on for quite some time, and you know he's not someone we've talked about much, if at all, here on the BWI Daily Recruiting Show, Ryan. But certainly seem to really enjoy his visit to Penn State. Well, yeah, going into June, you know, I certainly had Daniel Harris at the top of Penn State's cornerback board. Jalen Braxton was in the mix, too. Jalen's now uh, off the board and, and maybe one or two others there as well. But Jakeem has certainly moved his way up. Uh, definitely one of their top four or five cornerback targets. He's absolutely a take. Somebody they're pushing hard for. He has an official visit to Tennessee this upcoming weekend. And I think Tennessee absolutely has his attention. And I would circle them as the school um, that, I, that I would watch closest. Now, with that, out of the official visits. With that said, he did get an offer from Florida in May and then just camped at Florida yesterday. That sells a lot to me. Uh, he really wants that Florida offer. Now, of course, I just said he got an offer in May. He really wants that Florida offer. What does that mean? Well, as, as I've discussed before here, I mean, there are a ton of offers that go out that are really more so glorified camp invites. The fact that right. he gets an offer in May, comes and camps uh, in mid-June, tells me that Florida really wanted to get him on campus to solidify things. So that's what I need to figure out now here in the coming days is kind of how did that workout go? Where does he stand on Florida's board? Because if he is a absolute take for Florida, I've had a lot of people mention, you know, hey, Florida is certainly poking around. Florida has his interest and uh, we, we will see how those cards fall. So uh, we right. will see here uh, right now. I still kind of think he's going to end up in the south. He also did take an official visit to Auburn. I don't want to overlook the Tigers as well. They're, they're definitely in the mix. And and out of the guys who have visited this weekend, Jakeem certainly feels like the biggest wild card to me. So let's, yes. let's just kind of – every time I talk to him, it's just kind of different schools, different mentions. Penn State's consistently in it, but I, I just get different reads when I speak with him. Great kid, but I think he just needs to kind of figure things out. Like, for example, he re, he previously posted he was going to commit on August twenty or October 22nd. I, I don't – I don't see that happening. I think he's going to have to make a commitment this summer, just like a lot of these guys are going to have to make a commitment this summer if they don't want to potentially miss out on their top school. So keep an eye out for that. I would not be shocked at all to see Jakeem Jackson make a commitment here in the coming weeks. Now, with that said, I'll go into his teammate too, Derek LeBlanc. I haven't spoken with Derek yet. I've talked to enough people at Penn State who make who give me the impression that they're certainly in it. What's interesting to me is that when you speak with my colleagues out there, a lot of them think Florida is the team to beat. When I speak with contacts of Penn State, they seem to think Oklahoma's the the bigger competition than Florida. So I have two different reads on that one. But I, I definitely still right. get the vibe that Penn State is top three with Oklahoma and Florida. And this one could go a bunch of different ways, if I'm being blunt about it. So uh, we just, just another guy we got to read and, and, and try and follow as closely as we can here. But uh, it was really interesting to me how much people are pushing Oklahoma with him. I don't know of uh, Oklahoma official visit. I have to read up or not dig set up on yet. that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, not set yet. Yep. Yeah, I don't believe so. But I mean, he hasn't. I haven't talked to him. So that's that's he's a guy right. I certainly would uh, like to get in touch with or have one of our colleagues uh, help me out there with because I, I don't have a great relationship with Derek and I never. I'm not going to pretend that, that I have. So. We'll see, but but Florida, Oklahoma are certainly the two schools there that consistently keep getting mentioned. 
I don't think there's any question that the fact that his uh, Twitter profile, Ryan, is him in an Oklahoma jersey tells you all you need to know about the fact that the Sooners are certainly yeah. in the mix there. Um, but whether or not he sets an official visit there, we'll see. Uh, let's move on now to King Mac, a safety from Florida. His teammate, Conrad Hussey, is committed to the Lions. King Mac. Uh, it's a player that I think you have felt for a long time was Penn State's to lose, but the Lions did not lock him up over the weekend. Did no. that surprise you, or is this one that's just going to take a yes. little bit longer than maybe we thought at first? Yeah, I thought that. I mean, I had people telling me that this is he's coming up to to have a, a celebration basically for his commitment. So that Michigan State visit that he took last week clearly changed some things, and that and that's intriguing to me. Now, with that said. Everybody still seems to be on board that he's going to end up at Penn State, but I'm pretty confident in saying there, there was there was quite a few people who thought he would he would leave campus this weekend uh, firmly a, a Nittany Lion commit, and he didn't. But uh, I do think we will hear from King Mac in the near future. He was he's actually someone that people mentioned to me that could potentially commit as soon as this week, but uh, you know I'm still I'm still working on that. Joseph Hastings, our colleague at On Three, he is down in South Florida helping me with that situation. So hopefully we will get a little more feedback on King Mac soon. But this is definitely a Michigan State, Penn State battle. Having Conrad Hussey committed is massive for Penn State. I, I still, I'm not changing my pick or anything like that, but clearly Michigan State has given them something to think about because what I was hearing two weeks ago and then what happened were, were, right. were a little different than what I expected. Anyone I'm missing here, Ryan? I think we've hit London. most of the board here. Uh, London Montgomery, London. I think, is the last yep. one we have to knock out here. A four-star running back from Scranton, a Pennsylvania player that Penn State offered maybe a little bit later than some other schools did, Ryan, but still certainly have been on him for quite some time. And, you know, again, he was somebody else who I think going into the weekend, it wouldn't have been shocking to see him pull the trigger, but you have been pretty adamant that he still wants to finish out his official visit stretch this year, and clearly that is the case. Yeah, he's always consistently said he wants to take a visits and take his time. And that has been told me that in March, told me that in April, told me that in May. I mean, he's never wavered from that. Now, uh, I don't have a pick in for London for Penn State. And that's mainly just because I want to know what Trey on Webb's going to do and how that would impact some things because Penn State doesn't have to take two running backs this year. Trey right. on Webb is expected to commit on June 30th. Now, with that all said, I don't see any world where Penn State passes up on a four-star running back from Pennsylvania. I mean, it, it's just that's too important to James Franklin. So even if Webb if Webb does commit now, I I do think that Penn State will take two running backs, and then that of course is if Montgomery goes into July, which all signs kind of point to him doing right now. But uh, good visit. I, I have. I mean, I've been thinking he's going to end up at Penn State for a while now. I, I don't really have a, a much much a reason to change that. Boston College will get him on campus this weekend. Virginia Tech got him on campus last weekend. Everybody I've talked to at Tech says, you know, he he's, should be Penn State's to lose. But he's a, you know, he's a great kid. He doesn't want to cancel on this Boston College visit. And, and of course, I mean, I don't want to pretend like Boston College not in it either. They, they certainly are. So, But I, I do expect him to end up at Penn State at some point. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's, if it's sometime in July. So let's see the feedback here following this visit and go from there. At this point, Penn State, obviously, like many schools across the country, Ryan, 100% wants to be able to uh, host guys for official visit and land commitments. But 
you know, there was a bit of a doom and gloom feeling among the Penn State universe, I feel like, on Sunday when there weren't commitments popping like maybe we thought. But there's been good news since then. So is this maybe something that fans need to start to realize is more likely than not going to be the case moving forward, that you're going to get into these situations where guys look like they're ready to pop, but then say, you know what, I don't want to commit in the moment. I want to go home and make sure things are uh, what I want them to be or what I expected them to be, and then I'm going to decide. Is that more likely what we're going to see moving forward here? <laughs> you you already know the answer to your question, Greg. I mean, look, it's I understand fans' excitement. I, I get all that. Uh, and I understand also why fans were a bit down, I guess, over the last couple of weeks, seeing a lot of top fives and things not go Penn State's way. But Penn State has a class that's what 60% full already, right? So you're, you're going to yeah. naturally, when you get that many commitments, you're going to see kids start going elsewhere just because the, the class is getting full. And uh, even if Penn State's, they're still a take for Penn State, they, for one reason or another, you know, it just never falls perfectly for any school. But right. July is going to be a big month. No doubt about it. July is always going to be a big month for Penn State. The way they recruit, the way they get on top of guys early. Penn State's been in this pattern for years now. They get a bunch of commitments earlier than a lot of schools, which puts them up pretty high in the rankings. We've seen that for years now. Uh, that yep. Then, you know, April comes around, things are good, and then you see that second surge again in July. So this is just a repeating pattern that Penn State's always been. And I, I would expect that by the end of July – Penn State has 20 or so commitments. So I th- I definitely see another six, seven, eight probably coming. And then once we get to that 21, 22, 23 number, that's where things will get interesting as far as how, who they pursue and and where the cutoff is. You know, I had someone ask today on our board, can you know, basically can they take 25? And the answer is yeah, they could, but it has to be top players still available on the board and a reason to go over that 22, 23 area, because that's where it starts getting gray when you look at that uh, 85 scholarship limit, but Penn state fans don't, don't guys, it's Penn state. Like they're always going to do well. It's, it's always been about taking that talent and developing them and, and, and producing on the field. But when it comes to recruiting, James has done that on a great level from the moment he's got here. And I don't expect that to ever change. No. And sometimes it's going to look better than others or but there's always parts to your point. There's always parts of the year that look better and some look worse and it all works out in the end, which is all that really matters. Even though there's going to be high points and low points, as long as they are high points at the end, it will all be fine for Penn State. Currently number nine in the on three consensus team rankings for the class of 2023. Uh, Ryan, let's move on to now as we get into the final week of June, the June quiet period anyway here. Uh, a couple of midweek visitors are coming to Penn State. We won't spend too much time on this you have a full uh look at this on the lines uh, dan message board and on the blue white illustrated.com homepage. but penn state hosting a couple guys here i'll let you get into it a little bit but for the full rundown it's a dollar for one year of access subscribers you should have saw this information on monday uh pop up on the site and uh for those who are not join us there but uh i guess it's just worth pointing out here ryan that Penn State is going to try and host a couple guys as we come down the stretch here. They'll have some guys on campus this weekend, and then the uh, visit window is closed until the end of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this weekend will, will be another big recruiting weekend, I expect probably. I mean, right now I think I have like seven or eight guys expected for this weekend, and I wouldn't be surprised if a couple guys get added to it. But because the dead period is coming, Penn State will host two midweek official visitors this week. And I, I talked last week about – uh, if you're on the board, you know who I'm talking about. I think that was on our Friday pod. Well, these are the players I'm talking about. Miles Walker, offensive tackle out of Brunswick in Connecticut. I'm expecting him to be on campus today 
before an official visit that will run to Thursday. Then tomorrow on Wednesday, I'm expecting Stanton Rammel, another offensive tackle prospect from Alabama, to be on campus, and it will run through Friday morning. Stanton will then go directly from Penn State to Michigan State, which was previously his final his final scheduled, or was still his final uh, scheduled official visit, but uh, that's been scheduled for a little while now. Uh, now I will keep some details on their recruitments behind the paywall, but what I'm going to say is this. I also caught up with Evan Link this past week, and it was an important interview because Evan's been pretty quiet for a while. Evan Link is still very much Penn State's most important offensive tackle prospect, and I expect that to stay the case. Evan did not make it to Michigan last weekend, uh, which was interesting because they, they were certainly a school that, I mean, I absolutely had my eye on. I mean, he's only down at three schools, Penn State, Stanford, and Michigan. So the fact that he missed one of those official visits was uh, certainly grabbed my attention. He had the flu last week and wasn't able to make it. But he will go to Stanford this upcoming weekend. Let's see where things stand after that. Uh, academics are massively important with Evan and uh I think Penn State's in a good position there, but man, Stanford's just such a wild card in that that whole academic right. dynamic. And I, I, I'm I'm hesitant to put a pick in because I I know academics are important. I don't know how important, and that's an answer that I don't think we'll really get from Evan until it's all said and done. He'll say it's massively important, but what is the balance? You know, how important is big time football too? Because that's he says he says they're all important, which they they of course are, but which one is more important basically. So of course, Penn State has a great chemical engineering program. I think he said chemical engineering and mechanical engineering and what he wants to focus on. So that will be big, but let's see uh, how these official visits go with miles Walker and Stanton Rammel. Both guys are important. Of course, Josh Miller decommitted as well. So uh, it, it's not like if they get Evan, they can't pursue these guys, but I also just don't want fans to think that they're not trending well with Evan because they are. They lost Josh Miller, and heck, we were we were projecting as many as six offensive linemen in this class at one point. They're down to three now. Right. So Stanton and Miles are certainly guys in the mix. I'll, I'll say this: Miles Walker took official visits to Ohio State and Texas A and M. He also has official visits to Duke and Vanderbilt. So there's a little bit of a mixture of schools there. Uh, where he is exactly on Ohio State and A and M's board, I'm not exactly sure. But they brought him for official visits, so. Uh, schools aren't wasting those officials if they if they're not intrigued with Rammel. Right. Uh, he's been at Auburn a ton. Uh, he's he doesn't live far from Auburn. Been there for what seven visits I think it is now. Tennessee is another official visit that he has scheduled, uh, or excuse me, he he has already taken. Pitt was a visit he took, and then like I said, he's expected to go to Michigan State uh, after the Penn State visit. So we will see. But uh, Rammel uh, was also here before as well. He did take an unofficial visit in May. But uh, we'll leave some other details on those guys behind the board, and uh, we'll we'll have a better feel for things once these visits wrap up. Let's jump into the final thoughts segment here on the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. That was Ryan Snyder with the latest news on Penn State recruiting. Ryan, I don't know where you want to kick things off here. I mean, I don't think you and I have been on the air since Tyreek Blanding committed, so... For those of you who maybe didn't see that news for whatever reason, the New York offense or defensive lineman rather uh, was to announce last Saturday, moved that up to last Friday night and picked the Lions. A good get there for for Penn State, Ryan, at a position of need and, uh, you know, could kick off a domino effect here. Yeah, I mean, T. Frank and I talked about it a ton, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. We we did a separate video on it and we did a Friday podcast as well. So we, we did a lot on landing, but uh really to get quality defensive tackle prospects. Like I said, Blanding is a guy who 
I look at as a lot of above average qualities, right? And, and, and he seems very coachable, or at least that's what people tell me. So when you have a lot of, there's no glaring strengths, there's no glaring weaknesses. He's consistent in a lot of different areas. Uh, so that's, that's what you want uh, when you're trying to mold prospects and get them to the next level and, and really, uh, you know, take their game to the next level. So I think it's, I think right. it's an important commitment for them. They are still very interested in Derek LeBlanc, Jason Moore, of course, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Jason Moore still here, Notre Dame, Penn state seem like they're in a good position, but uh, you know, well, I need to learn a little bit more about that Michigan state visit. And of course he has Ohio state coming up and I will never, ever, ever sleep on Larry Johnson with top prospects in Maryland. Penn state fans should know that story by now. So let's see how that plays out. Uh, so I have some other final thoughts. I mean, Penn State has two camps this weekend coming up. They have another midweek camp tomorrow, Wednesday, June 22nd. I expect Andrew Rappelier to come down and uh, work out with the staff. So that'll be fun to uh, see him up close. He's a guy I haven't really seen in person. And then the big 7-on-7 seven -seven tournament is Friday as well. I'm still working on a list for that, but uh, I expect – what like uh so DeMatha will be one of the big schools that are always here i think good council will be right. here they're, they're they're usually consistently here and there will be a bunch of others as well we'll, we'll have that list up uh, here in the coming days i will get a list up for wednesday's camp hopefully sometime uh tuesday evening or wednesday like i said um Andrew Andrew Cummins is, is is certainly the, the top guy to focus on, but I am expecting a few other guys who uh, like especially twenty twenty four guys who have a couple of Division one offers to be here and potential guys to keep an eye on down the road. For the latest Penn State football news, recruiting information, and inside access to the Nittany Lions you can't find anywhere else, join us at bluewhiteillustrated.com, where it's just $1 for one year of access. That'll do it for this week's BWI Daily Recruiting Show. He's Ryan Snyder. I'm Greg Pickle. We'll catch you next week, and until then, stay tuned for the latest Nittany Lions news at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.